Welcome to the Soul Tribe Podcast. The Soul Tribe Podcast was created to help you navigate through the world of spirituality, wellness, and self-development in an easy, grounded, and relatable way. We break down everything from the Akashic Records, manifesting, spirituality, and so much more. We want to help expand your boundaries and bring the spiritual world to you in a fun and easy way. Get ready to be inspired with tips, tools, and easy-to-digest information. Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome to... Hello, hello. The Soul Tribe Podcast. I'm trying... The Soul Tribe Podcast. <laughs> trying to last it... episode, we're like, let's make it all different. Yeah, and it was, we, we, I don't want to make it the same boring... That also puts a lot of pressure on me to make it different every time. I don't think <laughs> that I'm, is a lot. I'm not willing to have that pressure on me, actually. No, and I wish we had like these amazing singing voices because then we could do like a little jingle with it or something at the beginning. But I don't know what happened work. to me. I used to always win the chorus competitions every year, and, and now I win the shattering glass competition every year. <laughs> I don't think either of us has a great no, singing voice. No, I seriously, voices. I used to get, I used to always get the solos and chorus. That's how good I was. Interesting. And I used to win. There's we used to do competitions. I used to always win, and then I never knew I was good. I was always doing it just to do it because I always thought like, I like singing. Okay, I'm going to do it. And then one day I heard a girl go to say to the, I heard the girl next to me say to the girl, "Oh, Lucia's going to be trying out. Let's not even let's not even try out then." I said, what? Oh, my God. Uh, People think I win this stuff? (laughs) I don't remember that. That's so crazy. Because you weren't in school with me. This was in Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, that was a different school. And then middle school. In middle school, I continued to somehow not ruin ruin everybody's life with my singing. I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, yes. So, no, we can't sing now. That's not... I'm somebody different now. Somebody different that can't sing now. Mm Mm-hmm. Now we so, talk about spiritual stuff. Yeah, that's okay. That's that's fine. Yes. Um, okay, so today's episode, the idea is we want to kind of dive into the soul a little bit. And I mean, it's like this whole, it's this huge mystery, isn't it? Everyone like wants to hear about their soul and, you know, you know, what's my soul up to? And, but like just the life of the soul and how the soul exists in itself is a huge, it's, it's just a huge mystery. It really is. It is. It's just so out there. And there's a lot of stuff we've channeled about it on the podcast, at least. But also connecting to people's records, Akashic Records, is ultimately connecting to their soul, right? Yes. So we can extract a lot of information from there. But also there's other dimensions and other layers to the soul that we don't necessarily experience at a personal level in the incarnation, so that's kind of like, I think, some of the stuff we want to get into as well here. Yeah. I mean, remember when I said I wanted to do starseed readings? Mm-hmm. Well, I, it's, it's, apparently there was no choice because it just started happening. It's happening already, I can tell. I know, yeah. no, I, almost every reading I have now, it's like, let's get into what your soul is all about. Like, there's no option anymore for me to like... But the more information <laughs> like, yeah. I found out about the universe, the more they're like, oh, Lucia figured out more. Let's push more... Th- like. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it works. That's the way we teach it too. Like yes. when we teach, especially, well, 
level one and level two, opening your own or, or opening other yeah. people's records. The more, but especially level certain, two. Yeah, if, the more you learn certain things, the more they'll be able to push that information on when you ask about it in a reading. Yeah, because your brain's aware of it now. You're already attuned to that energy, to that information, so they can expand on it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think when you were talking about the starseed readings, I really, I can I, I experience that firsthand in the dual readings that we do, the dual Akashic record readings. And it's really interesting how there was an essence of it before, but now it's way, way deeper. Like it's kind of cool. I don't really connect to that. To me, it's more the emotional stuff and past lives for sure. But it's very different from the information that I, that I connect with, which is really cool. So the starseed reading thing started happening as soon as I declared that I was going to consider it. <laughs> yeah. And my masters were in the back going, ha, oh, she thinks she has a choice. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, and I mean, you've, like you said, you've experienced it directly. Like when we do dual readings, you'll see how that information comes out. And I'm saying it like it's normal thing. But mm-hmm. then after when I hear myself say, I'm saying a lot of times I'm like, does that really exist? Like that's that, that, that souls do that. And so like, like, it seems a little insane to me at times that I'm saying that, yeah. but it's just, it's, it's coming in, it's coming out and I'm seeing it, I'm saying it. And it's just, and that it comes to a point where I have to, I, I start realizing, wow, souls do really like they work. They, well, first of all, they work a lot. <laughs> it seems like they do a lot of work, but I guess it makes sense since they don't sleep. We, we sleep, they don't sleep. Right. Yeah. It's, it's also interesting how you'll say something in that, deeper like star seed energy information and I'll get a complimentary message in a more grounded way but also saying the same thing just in a different way which I always find fascinating because I'll connect to the same energy without even realizing and then when I say it out loud to the person you'll be like yeah that's exactly what I said but just in a different way I'm like oh yeah you're right I didn't even realize it I didn't even (laughs) Because I'm not tuning into what you're saying when you're saying it to the person. Because like with dual readings, it's really interesting because we both we both go on a Zoom call with somebody. We've done actually a dual reading with two people before too. So it was four of us on a call. Oh, yeah, that's right. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. So but in general, it's one person. We both open their records or Akashic records at the same time. And then we go back and forth channeling and the person asks questions in between. So usually Lucia opens the records way quicker than I do. So she'll start channeling. I won't have my headphones in. So I don't know what she said, how the message started. And then I'm already in my zone of channeling. So I'm writing stuff down so I don't lose it. So then I'm not really tuning into it. I'll catch words here and there. But then when I say the message, you're like, yeah, that's kind of what I just said. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but just kind of more star seedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. I find that really cool. So, okay, I've, I've it's, it's a really, I, I want to try to like talk to, talk about the soul life in a, the easiest grounded way possible, I guess you could say, if, if that mm-hmm. can happen. But we're fractals. Souls are fractals. We're the smallest it's the smallest it can get, I guess you could say. And we come from, uh, I said people call some people call it the over, I think people, some people call it the oversoul. Not sure. It's a soup. I don't know what to call it in English. Let's just, um, it's like this, imagine this, it's like this big source. I don't know. It's like this big, imagine it like is a big, 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 like big yellow thing, massive. And that's like 
a massive structure. It has a lot of frequency and energy. And that fractal, there's a fractalization. It breaks into little tiny pieces. Not the whole thing breaks up, but it's, it takes pieces of itself out to create smaller versions of itself. Because if you were to grab that thing and put it in a body, it would self-combust. Mm-hmm. That body wouldn't make it, right? So the idea is that well, okay. The idea is that it breaks into smaller pieces that will be able to go into a physical body that it could have the, the experience without it breaking. Yeah. So then what we're put into a scenario of lower densities, our souls are sent down to have experience of lower densities. And the idea is that that being that fractalized, it's fractalized itself. That fraction of a soul, yeah. No, the, the being that fractalized itself. Is that yeah, a word? Yeah, I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> you, you beat me there. I don't, I don't know. Well, I just call, call Weber, because what's his name in the dictionary? Because I just Webster. made up a word. Webster. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just made up a word. Okay. Webster. Okay. Weber. <laughs> we'll put it in like the urban dictionary or something. <laughs> okay. So that being fractalizes itself into smaller portions, and it's coming out of perfection. But the idea is that they're carbon copies. So you're not less than, even though you're smaller, our souls are not less than that being. We're actually carbon copies. It's called car, it's called cosmic DNA. Mm, so nice. we have okay. DNA here in our bodies, right? But we also have something called cosmic DNAs, which means that all the information that that big mega source has is carbon copied into our soul. So we can become equal to that same being. Okay. The idea is we're descending down into density and we're going to progress back up to source, learning from imperfection, heading back to perfection where that being mm. is imperfection. I love that. We yeah. say that in different words. Yeah. Say in your words. Like we're here, like we're here to learn lessons and we're bringing those back. Our souls, like taking those things off its list because that's why you're incarnating. And I think the more we can have that mindset of knowing that these things aren't happening to us that it's happening for us you know obviously there's different grades to that and different densities to that but in general at a soul level when we look at the soul and the experiences that's what it is right so it can take that experience and turn that into light into expansion like you say yeah the idea was like i think the big question is why are we all here like that's, that's a big like question. the question yeah the answer i've managed to understand is it was a universe of perfection. Everything was, everything was created in perfection. And someone up, upstairs goes, dude, I'm a little bored. All this perfection. Like, what are we going to do? Like, <laughs> Why do you have like a New York accent? <laughs> in, in my world, souls have a New York accent because they're like pressuring you. It's like, yo, what are we going to do? What are we doing over here? Oh my God. <laughs> you should see Lucia's hands right now. What? I'm, I'm Italian, but I'm um, yeah. I don't know. But um, so it's like it's like there the, those beings were like everything's perfect. We're perfect all the time. How can we? How can we make this more interesting? Right. And so the idea was to bring density and bring um, a more because um, that's that was antimatter. It all began with antimatter. And so the idea was to bring things into matter and then start having experiences from imperfection and not perfection. And that's how all these ideas came, came about, right? To create. But then the idea was, how are we going to do that? Like, we can't 
put ourselves like our energy can't survive in those lower vibrations that we're about to create. So there was ideas and yeah. And so it ended up being, let's break ourselves down. And those pieces were too big still. Let's break ourselves down again. Those pieces were too big. Okay. Let's fractal then fractions. Okay. And that's, that's what created what we are called, which are, are, our um, our souls are called which is, uh, souls, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, Everyone, my, my, my image was when I first started looking into this, my image was like, oh, that's kind of sad, but that's like, that was Lucia's ego. But also I was like, that's kind of sad. Like we're going to go all the way from imperfection. We're going to go back to source and that's it. It's done. But I I was misunderstanding apparently because my, my brain didn't want to let go of my, what's that called? Like you want to be unique and independent. Right. Right. And then like, I'm just gonna go back to source and that's it. It's done. And no, apparently we're, we're a lot of us that are here have the right to, and we, we don't know if we're going to do it. Our souls have to, are the ones that decide, but we have the right to after become creators of our own universe. So then we will be managers of universes, which is why a lot of people think that there's like our creator, they think of just God and they think that's it. But every universe has its creator that's in charge of that universe, just like our souls are going to be creators as well. So we're all supposed to become gods. But what about the co-creating energy that we have here? Because we're carbon copies of the creator. So we we have already cosmic DNA that allows us to be creators, which makes us co-creators here. We're learning to be creators from the most dense place. And once we get to the top... Because we, we go back to source by, by expansion. Little by little, we go up the dimensions. When we get back up there, we go, actually, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do this or that. Like, we can decide what we want to do. And some of those souls will decide they want to be creators of their own universe. Hmm. I have to say that that to me sounds very... It, you explained that so well. And I'm basically trying to say, you're a really good teacher. Because I feel like you you somehow find a way to explain things in a way that is so understandable. Do you know what I mean? I think that was because, uh, what was it? What was the class I was in? I was in special ed. <laughs> mm. I was I was in special ed, and I I had problems understanding. Like I didn't understand how people were teaching things in class in school. I always had problems with school, and I had. I had this special ed that they just taught you a different way. I think I learned to try to decipher things for myself. And so I, I have to break it down in a way where I can understand it. Yeah. So then I just explain it the way I understand it, I guess. But it's th- good. that took me a while to get there. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. No, no, we know. We know. We know. It but took, <laughs> it's it great. took me a while to get there. And I went through like the ego system of going, what? I just, and then I talked to a friend. I talked, I talked to Julio about it. Shout out to Julio, because mm-hmm. he's always listening. I was talking to Julio about it, and Julio goes, yeah, like, uh, The Good Place, the, the Netflix thing. I love that show. Yeah, but it ends where everybody just leaves, and they all just go back into the nothingness, and they all um, supposedly merge into this nothingness. And I remember I was like, I was so sad. I was like, what? I hate that I never that watched ending. that much of it, but... Uh, oh, no, yeah. I might have spoiled it for a lot of people. <laughs> oh, <no>. Oops. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Sorry, everybody. Sorry to anybody that spoiled it. So, so, so Julio was like, yeah, it's, it's like the good place where like we all end up back there with, with Source. And, and, and I remember thinking, am I the only one 
was upset about this right now. Like I was very <laughs> upset about it. But then, then I understood that we're not going to just go back to source and be submerged back into source where we still continue to be an entity of our own, but we're also going to place ourselves in the, in, in a universe, who knows which one, but in a universe to do work there, whether we stay yeah. in this one or become creators of another one or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And that really just proves that we are co-creating here and that we're learning that too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that I think a lot of us forget in this incarnation that we do have that power. I mean, the matrix does a good job of, of, of keeping us busy yeah. and surviving and not creating survival mode. Yeah. Yeah. So not creating and not thriving. So, I mean, that's the, that's the game. That's the game of duality. That's the game. And that's why it's a hard place to really remember who you are. And that's purposeful kind of at the same time. So, some things have been cosmic incidences and political incidences because there is a political thing going on up there. There's a lot of political things going on up there, even though we don't know about that. But there's also a, a purpose that you... I mean, if you transcend this, if you still manage to remember who you are, and if you're listening to the podcast, if you're not there yet, you're figuring out that you're something else. So you've transcended that in some sort of a way. So that's already a massive lesson for the soul. Yeah. You know what I get also? You were talking about the fractions, the fractals or whatever you were talking. I don't remember the word, but how our soul is is only, it's a part of the soul that's incarnated and it's chosen to come here into this imperfection with two things that are coming through for me. And we talk about this in, in different ways on the podcast. One is the individual soul lessons, the individual soul lessons that might be connected to karmic things or might be connected just to the expansion of the soul itself. And on the other hand, it's the collective expansion or the collective lessons or the collective um, exp yeah, expansion, I guess you could say, of incarnating in a specific time with specific people, with specific social things, with specific physical things, so that as a collective, we can also come together and expand. Yeah, because... If you vibrate higher or lower, you're affecting the whole process. What's that saying? Like, if you think you can't make a difference, be in a room with a mosquito. Yeah. I think you're too small to make a difference. Be in room, make sure go yeah. to be in a room with a mosquito and see. Yeah, it's the same thing. Even though you think you're one person out of everyone's incarnated on Earth right now, actually, you just choosing to stop thinking negative, going down that spiral, and then remembering your creator and, and trying to connect to your soul and your soul's information just by doing that you're 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 doing an important role because that might actually just make the next one more soul that your higher vibration might affect one one soul that's that higher vibration another soul and it's it could be it, it could create a whole domino effect of course it can yeah so it it each of us plays a really important role in the whole human collective process. We're a puzzle piece within the entire puzzle yeah. that, and this is why I think as individuals and depending on our mission and purpose, how we're all here to 
tackle different areas and different things so that we can help the collective in general. And this really, you can see this manifested in different ways. Like, for example, how somebody might come get a healing through the Akashic Records while, while somebody else might feel that Reiki works for them or that that's what they need. We're all here to fill in the gaps. But from an authentic place, from a place of feeling, this is what I'm here to do. This is what I'm feeling called to do. This is what my intuition is telling me. To do. This is what I feel at a soul level. And that's how all the pieces start to fit in. And knowing that you do have, you do, there's a piece of that you fit into for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, to say in other words, what you were just saying is we always say like, make it your own mm-hmm. because you're going to bring something to the equation that someone else can't. So Completely. you want to learn to read the cash records, do it, but like make it your own focus it on where you're, you're good at or what you're called to. Like a good example is us. We're both, we both learn from the same person. We both mm-hmm. learn this exact same course. We both teach a course, but we both totally read the cash records differently because yeah. I'm really good at getting the information about this over here. And you're really good at getting information about that over there. And so it's like, make it your own because you, we, between the two of us doing it differently, we can assist more people. Exactly. And not everybody's going to feel called to do a reading with me and not everybody's going to feel called to do a reading with you. And I think also you could even look at it in the sense of like teaching. We could have been like, oh, there's enough people teaching the Akashic Records. Why are we going to teach it? First of all, obviously we had that calling to do that. But in another sense, we knew that there was a specific way we needed to teach it that we knew other people weren't doing. And even if they were, we we knew we were going to do it in our own way and that somebody was going to resonate with it. So there was a gap there's a gap there that we know we need to fill. There's a, a puzzle piece that we were needed to fill in that spot. And then just following our intuition in that sense, the podcast, everything, and, it, and knowing that you, you have a place, because I think many of us might not, might feel like, well, that's already done. Well, yeah, but maybe not in the way that you want to do it. Yeah. Yep. I agree with that. So then, I mean, the times that we do... Let's talk about, because we talked about how like we're fractals and carbon copies and we're ascending up from imperfection and we're on our way up. The big complication that happened was that a lot of souls got stuck here. And those souls getting stuck here happened for different, many different reasons, but the majority of those reasons are really the quarantine that was placed upon earth that was lifted in 2016 that is is what i would call the creator of what we we know as the samsara wheel of the mm-hmm. karmic cycle right the thing is now that's lifted since 2016 and the interesting thing is now all those souls have been stuck here for thousands of years because it's been thousands of years um now they have the right to go just because the thing is lifted doesn't mean that everyone's going to be able to go. Now, this is the important part to understand. And this is why it's important for us to start understanding who we are. What is our soul? What do souls really come from? Because you need to start being informed of that so that when the time comes that you're, this lifetime's over, 
apart from the fact that you stayed in third or fourth or fifth or whatever dimension, you still at some point, this body's going to one day expire and you're going to move on. And for you not to get stuck in that, in the cycle again, you need to know that you have the right to go, that you don't have to stay, that you can, you can let go of all your karma and you now know how the systems the system works and you have the right to choose out. Like you can vote out some, some exos are going to decide to come back anyways. They're going to be like, actually, I want to continue to have that experience. I think I want to try that again, or I want to go with this lesson over here that I actually didn't really get. And I want to do it anyways. So some souls might decide anyways to come back, but know that you have the right to choose not to come back. And a lot of souls will choose that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It's, um, it has been such a time of awakening. I just remember when all like, you know, 2020 hit just, I had, and we both had this feeling of just like, wow, things are about to change like huge. Things aren't going to be the same ever again. And they're not, you know, they might've gone to, in certain aspects, gone back to quote unquote, something normal because there's a routine in your life, but emotionally and universally speaking, no, too many things have been discovered. Too many things have come to light. Too many people have waken up for things to go back to quote unquote normalcy or normality. So I truly think there has been a huge shift and that at a soul level has to affect us and what we decide moving forward too, because the energy's changed. It's, it's, it's such an interesting time to be here incarnated. I mean, this is a once in a lifetime experience for a lot of souls and especially the ascension process we're going through that whole thing, all of it. It's the only time. So have you ever heard the theory? What was it that the Mayans disappeared? Like there's a Mayan civilization that just one day was gone. Yeah. I think I, I, I think it's the Mayans, but I know there was a civilization. Yeah. So word in the heavens is instead of words in the street, you get it, get the joke word (laughs) in the universe, (laughs) word in the universe is, um, they, they ascended into, um, they, they managed to send us into another dimension. So they didn't, it's not that they, they took their bodies with them. They didn't die. So I'm saying that this is a once in a lifetime thing for us to do, but it's been done before. Mm. Just, it wasn't plan, fully planned for a, a whole planet to sign up for it or not. And this is kind of like a drill to see how this goes, because it's the first time that a lot of souls are going, okay, let's, let's do this. And there's all these like, um, Beings on the other side assisting the process with the physical changes, with these emotional changes, with the karma releasing, with the all of that, right? Yeah. And um, so we have a lot of support. As long as you, the rule is supposed to be, you're going to receive the support you need as long as number one, your soul did sign up for fifth, so that. Um, and I think you know you signed up for fifth when you're like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm out of third. I'm done. Like that, that, that's, you already have the answer. You signed up for fifth. Like if you didn't sign up for fifth, you would never feel done with third. You'd still True. be in the middle of it, not knowing about all this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that's the first thing. And then the second thing I would say is you're supposed to really release duality little by little, <laughs> which means 
accepting that some people are going to continue in third and they're not going to wake up. And so like we, at some point we need to go, okay, I accept that my uncle is just never going to see it the way I see it. And I just let that go and release that. And I'm not going to try to convince him to see what I see. It's like releasing duality, wanting to like come out of the system as much as possible, even though we can't fully come out of the system, at least right now we can't, but wanting to come out of the system and trying to get yourself out of the system so that you're in less of a state of being controlled um, that's another thing. So, so becoming your own, was it sovereignty? Becoming like your own sovereign. sovereign being. Yeah. Yeah. So we needed to get to that state as best possible because we're still functioning under the matrix, right? Mm-hmm. Under the controlled matrix. It's a- yeah. Go on. That's really interesting. What I was, this kind of reminds me of when anybody gets, I mean, the best thing we can talk about is Akashic Records because that's what I'm most like, kind of connected with and so are you. But what we always talk about having, getting information, understanding the foundation of things, be it at a micro level with your family, with the relationships, with your life, with things that are happening to you in your life, the things you're struggling with, understanding the base, the foundation of that, that would be like the micro, will help you deal with it better. The same thing goes for things, obviously we can talk about society and all those things. That's a little bit of a bigger, uh, in a bigger way. And then at a macro level, the universe and understanding how that works, that all helps us detach or not feel stuck in the matrix. Like it's, you also, said. it's also pivotal for when you pass away. Yeah. Super important. Yeah. 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 I love that you said that because... That's the next point. Thank you, Lorena. You're welcome. I knew that was coming. (laughs) Somehow I knew. Um, Yeah, so the next thing is trying to get as much information about where we really come from, how the universe really functions, you know, what we're really here to do, all that stuff. And I was talking to someone this week about that, and and, um, I can't remember how the conversation started, to be honest with you, but I remember telling her, like, whatever you feel pulled, like... People call it the rabbit hole when it's a conspiracy theory, but I call it a rabbit hole when it's anything you're interested in. I like calling it a rabbit hole because you're going to look at all the information and say, I got to figure this out for myself. Yeah. Right. So like whatever rabbit hole you're down that week, like whether it's, I, I just found out about Acturians and the Pleiades, or I just found out about this whole thing called a, um, a soul or, you know, whatever it is that you, whatever rabbit hole you're going down, honor it. Because that rabbit hole is going to give you information that's going to prepare you for the next rabbit hole and the next rabbit hole. So I, that's why you'll see me like have stages where like, I'm reading about this and I'm like, I'm reading five, 10 books about this. And right. And then you, and then I go on to the next thing that I'm obsessed about. And that's what that is. It's not that I'm like some crazy <laughs> psycho over here, but like I'm allowing myself to go down the rabbit holes and I'm embracing them. And that's what all of us should be doing. And that's why it's a journey. Yeah. We're not expected to do it all at once. It's, you know, following the breadcrumbs or taking it step by step, digesting everything slowly and being, well, you're not, for you, it's not slowly, but. I, I mean, <laughs> I read the last book, I put it, I did it in a week and oh I was just like. Yeah, that's. I ate that's that not, book up. <laughs> I think for most people, it's, it is a process, a journey and being able to take your time with it, but also know when it's time to take that next step or step it up and, and and go through the motions of that. Do you want me to say what book I read? 
I have so much to say about it. The week that in a week? I read it a week. What book is that? Project Serpos, but wait, let me let me check my. Oh, you've talked about that on here. I think the last episode. I talked about Project Serpos, but I didn't write read the the book that had all the documentation oh. that the astronauts their diaries and stuff. Oh Lord, where do you want me to start, Lorena? <laughs> wait, I want to check to see the name. Do you hear? Do you hear a tone? A what? Like a little tone. I have a singing bowl, and every time I talk a little bit high, it vibrates with me, and it goes, oh. <laughs> You don't hear it? No. Oh. I'm trying to find the book name. I'm going to do a book talk about it, though, so I'm not going to really go into it. I just want to say, oh, yeah. Secret Journey to Planet Serpo. That's the name of the book. So, <laughs> supposedly... There was 12... Allegedly. Allegedly. There were 12 astronauts that were chosen to be sent to the, the planet Serpo, which the Ebens were living... That live in. And um, they came back in 1977. They stayed there for 13 years. Wow. And the commander of the team had a diary. And I was just like... This has this has to be true because if not, like the world's not even worth living. Like, oh my god, what is this? Like, was, I don't recommend this book to people that are cannot deal with like a lot of military information because the whole beginning of the book, you're going down the the whole Antarctica thing with the Nazis and and their UFO programs and all in, you know all hidden supposedly programs. So yeah. there's a lot of military information and I read I read the whole thing because I didn't want to miss anything, but like I think for some people it's too much. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the part where you're well, finally... you'll do the book talk, so you'll be able to talk about yeah about it I, without I, them having to read it. Yeah, well, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk about like the the Nazi part, but I found it fascinating. But the, the what what I wanted to say because I'm not going to talk about the whole book here. What I found fascinating out of everything was my conclusion about the aliens, because I think that I have the vision of aliens, and I think a lot of people have the same vision I have, which is they know more than us. Mm-hmm. They've got it more like figured out because you see that they have technology and they can make it here. So if they can make it here, they know everything. Like they, they must know almost everything. And yeah. you find out from the commander's journal that um, they're very advanced in some things, but not very advanced in others. And I actually came out of the, the book after reading it with the perspective that humanity is actually pretty advanced in a lot of things. Really? Yeah, so like that—that's why I, I I came out of it thinking that I said, "Well, this is interesting, actually. Like, we're a really important race for the universe. Like, I it it pieced a lot of things that I've been studying together. I'm like, now I understand why we're so important for the universe because I always thought yeah. that we were behind compared to everybody. But now I get it. Now I get where it's, it's so important. They also didn't seem to have figured out the like the the source universe God thing. Like they really? they had somebody they honored and prayed to or whatever, but. It's not the first time that I hear about like, uh, uh, or somebody channeling or like a book or like, or something talking about like aliens perspective on source. And they also seem to not have it figured out. Well, that's only one small portion of what could really exist universally. So there might be other, I don't know, other races that do that do understand it, that do get it. Yeah, right? but what, what's interesting is 
I thought my perspective was all aliens knew more than we did already. And, and then oh, okay. now I came yeah. back for the book thinking, actually, no, not all of them do. I didn't say none of them. Supposedly the ones that are blue are the ones that hold all the galactic cosmic information. So the blue avians, the, Octori- the blue Octorians and the Pleiades, some of them are blue. Like those are the ones that hold all the knowledge. So those are the beings that will know this, that, that kind of stuff. It's so funny. Like, I think about Avatar, the movie. There's a reason why it was blue. Of course. This guy totally I remember watching it. that movie. I need to watch that movie again. I remember watching that movie and being like, they're very spiritual beings. Yeah. They were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a friend of ours was into the girl. <laughs> yeah. It's like, she's so cute. <laughs> yeah. I remember I him like, saying that. Yeah. She's not real. <laughs> What is real, Lorena? Oh, yeah, exactly. What Good actually question. is real? Yeah. No, Nothing. he totally, like, he totally channeled that. Or they totally sent it to him somehow. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's my opinion. I'm excited for, for Avatar 2. I didn't even know there was another one coming out. It's supposedly going to come out, I think, this Christmas, if I'm not wrong. I mm. believe this Christmas. I need to watch the first one again. I've watched it quite a few times, like... It's the one. It's the one movie that Sander, I, and Aurora will sit down to. Really? <laughs> yeah, because like Aww. usually the cartoons that Aurora is willing to watch, Sander's not easily gets bored with them. And then whatever we watch, it's boring for Aurora. And it's the one thing I found that like we're all all of us will sit Plus down to visually, watch. Visually, it's just beautiful. Yeah, it, I mean, yeah. And there's like those. Flying, you know, the Aurora loves all of that. The whole like yeah. him jumping on and like flying, jumping on the what's yeah. it called? Um, I don't remember the, the dragon. Names, but... What is it? Is it a dragon? Mm-hmm. No, it's been a long time since I watched that movie. Interesting because if it is a dragon, I don't remember now, but if it is some sort of dragon, I think it is maybe. No, I mean, you have Courtney that talks a lot about dragons. Mm-hmm. And then not not too long ago, I heard um, Matias de Stefano talk about dragons. And then my teacher also talked about dragons. Really? So apparently, dragons, were, there were dragons on Earth. This is before Homo sapiens sapiens. Mm-hmm. There were dragons here. And they're considered the most honorable and sticking to their word beings. Like, it's like a dragon's word matters. Like, if they, if they, they promise you something, they promise gonna, you something. They'll, they'll go through with it. Yeah. It's like, hmm. yeah, supposedly. I mean, there's also, like, negative dragons that have been affected by the Dracos. They had been, like, they became negative because of the Dracos. And I think also there's some sort of DNA mix-up mix there. So they're, like, half reptilian, half Draco, and... And then it became negative, and I don't know. So there's, there's not all dragons are good, but not all dragons are bad. Well, it's just a, that's a rule of thumb in life, right? Don't generalize. Yeah, but they also there's a group of dragons that are really, really up there, dimensional wise and vibration wise. Those are the ones that we're kind of talking about, and those are the ones that are like heading the gene, the the cosmic DNA and the avatar DNA for a lot of races. Talking about that's like, you know, it's like when you like my ego just can't. I'm just like what? I just think of Game of Thrones. <laughs> what is it? Mother of Dragons. Yeah, yeah. You can't handle that information. Like you're no, it's just like that to me feels like mi- like mythical or like from another world. 
Yeah. Which it probably it, is. It but, is from another world. <laughs> but I don't know. I just can't connect with that person. I know. I'm talking to you guys about things that I've been digesting for more than half a year. Mm-hmm. Like I, I also was like, it's, my thought, my thought went in Spanish. Gay? <laughs> like what? I mean, like even when I started this journey with the Akashic Records, when I got my first reading, I remember thinking, what incarnation soul? Like that, <gasps> even that was like, I what? couldn't accept reincarnation. I remember that. I was Dude. like, that's weird. What? I couldn't. And now it's like. I understand it. I've channeled it. I've connected with it. It's it's a process. Part. It's yeah. It's it's a process. This it's is this is like what I was talking about in the last episode, where I was, I go to sleep sometimes after like diving into whatever or going into a class, and I'm like, no, no, I can't, no, it can't be true. <laughs> and still, like, yeah. what comes out of my you, your mouth sometimes is like, God, no, oh no, wait, no, source, no, oh no, wait. <laughs> Like everything shattered, every, every belief system shattered, gone. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect anything else. I would love to sit you down oh, no. and see you be like, Lorena, let's have a class together for five hours. And I'd go, go through a bunch of information and just watch your face. I, I think I'd see you check out. Like I'd sh- check out. <laughs> I, I, if you asked me to sit down in a class for five hours to talk about emotional stuff, yeah, I'd listen to that. Oh, uh, that, to understand I, that the human the psyche, I'd sit down for that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. You must be a your soul must be a therapist on the other side. I think I have been, yeah, or on the other side. But I have been, I think, in other lives. I almost studied um, to be like a psychologist. Like I, I can, I generally consider that before I got into graphic design. You probably would have ended up going into more profound therapy. Hmm. Yeah. So you would have ended up there anyways. Yeah, I'd be where I am now anyway. Mm-hmm. That's For funny sure. that you're saying that because I was saying that to Sandra today. Yeah. I was saying what my life would have looked like if we would have stayed in the States. And then I said, but you know, I somehow would have ended up reading these books anyways. I, I agree. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to give you, I'm going to talk because we're, we're talking about the soul and like this mega structure, which I don't know how to call in English. Um, that breaks itself down, right? This and this, I'm going to tell the story of an experience I had under a hypnosis session that I had with Courtney. So, so you know, Courtney has the membership group, the mm-hmm. spiritual hypnosis membership. So I, I'm a part of that, right? And so um, I usually can't catch someone live because Aurora's still awake and all this stuff. So I usually just go on my own and I do it like on a weekend when you know Aurora's sleeping and stuff. But one of the, one of the hypnosis sessions I had, I ended up encountering my soul and, and then an arc, an archangel came, which, you know, I love angels An archangel came at some point and I was like, Oh, hi. <laughs> and I was trying to get information from my soul. And she was showing me her library. Remember we talked about this, like her library and all this stuff and what she yeah. was studying. And when the archangel came, I said something along the line of like, Oh, like what kind of like information can you give me that might be interesting? Or like, what can you tell me? Or. And, um, the archangel said, we created, we created you. And I, and I, and I was, I was in the position of Lucia. My soul was up in front of me kind of communicating. I said, me? And I said, no, we created, we created the energy that you are. And I was, I was finding it hard to understand that. But what ended up, 
what ended up, I, I, what I ended up, Lucia ended up understanding was I was a fourth, uh, I was fourth down the line of, of like inheritance or, or like not inheritance, I don't know the word, like, you know, like a great, 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 great parent, grandparent, like I was fourth mm-hmm. down the line. So I was a child line, fourth yeah. down the line from that archangel or archangels. And I was like, okay. And I didn't understand. And I was like, but I'm human. And then my mom and dad are Uruguayan. And I was like, when I came back from the hypnosis, I was, I didn't under fully understand what that archangel had said to me. And I just kind of coughed it up to like, I must've kind of made this up. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I shouldn't, I should know better. And especially with hypnosis and knowing that we talked to Courtney so much, you know, that you don't make this stuff up. No, you don't. So fast forward many months later when I have a, a class, one of my classes and we start learning about fractalization and the souls, right? We got into it in a lot of detail, but when I ended up, I ended up writing it all down. And then when I went to study my notes and go into it and I started looking into the information and then I was like, wait, what is this? One, two, three. And the fourth line was the creation of the souls. And the mm-hmm. first line was the mega source structure that broke itself up first. And that broke itself up. And that breaks itself up to fractals. And then to that, I left with that. I'm like, I wonder if, and I left it there again. I was like, no, 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 no. It's not. I thought, is that what the fourth level of like great grandparent thing that I was thinking about that I got from the hypnosis session? I was like, all right, whatever. I left it there. Fast forward a few weeks later, I end up hearing someone talk about how those mega structures or sources that break themselves up usually come from realms like, one of the creators of the universes or the archangel realm or that. And I said, Oh, that's it. Wow. I'm a fractal that broken down into blah, 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 blah. And then I'm the fourth line down from a source of archangel vibration. But that would make more sense. Even that you're attracted or felt called to the angelic healing. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm just cool. recognizing the fractal that I am. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kaboom. So there's different fractals. There's fractals of our own creator, our own creator of this universe. There's fractals of like, um, Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael. There's all different types of fractals. There's fractals of like, I mean, name it. Something that probably was like really important on earth at some point. If it's an actual being, it was, it, it has its fractals all over the place somewhere. Right. Yeah. So then I, the other thing I thought was, I've always been obsessed with green. I'm obsessed with green. And every time I do angelic healing on myself, not on others, but on myself, I always find it so much easier to understand Archangel Raphael's energy, which is the healer. And at the same time, I feel like when I ask for things to Raphael, to Raphael I, get, I get a better response. So then That's I realized crazy. that I'm a fractal of our probably Archangel Raphael. Lorena's guys. Lorena's no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just the, the craziest thing just popped into my mind. You're what? talking about like Michael and Raphael. And then I just thought Ninja Turtles. <laughs> 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 and each Ninja Turtle had a color, right? It's Leonardo. And yeah, I know Leonardo, color, yeah. but you, there's some colors or something. Would those coincide with the angel? I don't know. I, yeah, did, the, I didn't check. Oh, let's check. <laughs> it, let's check. So wait, I'm going to check right now. Oh my gosh. I don't know why I'm thinking that, but I was just thinking. Was it Ninja Turtles? Has anything to do? 
Yeah, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I used to love that show. Oh my gosh, yeah. The cartoon. Well, it was a whole movie. Yeah. I remember seeing that in the cinema. Oh, they're so cute. They are cute. (laughs) I don't know if the colors would coincide with at least like Raphael, for example. Leonardo no. is blue. There's purple. So no, There's Michael a purple would be one, blue. right? Okay. Donatella okay. was purple. <laughs> I love them because they loved pizza. Michelangelo and I love pizza. was orange. <laughs> so that'd be like Michael. Oh, wait. Raphael? What does it say about Raphael? What color was Raphael? Lorraine, I, I can't believe I'm, I'm talking all spiritual and you're like, Ninja Turtles, yeah. <laughs> Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm sorry. My brain's all over the place. It's late. She um, was also rubbing her head, you guys. She couldn't handle what I was saying. Oh, no. Was, no, I, was, I totally was, resonate with what you're saying. But then I was thinking, like, wait, Ninja Turtles. Like, this is how my brain works sometimes. I, I feel like I can't focus. It's really hard to focus like, sometimes. I can't Unless find I'm the in the records. Of, um, oh, wait, wait. Michelangelo again. That's fine. Just leave it. It was just a, a dumb thought. Oh, that Raphael's I, red. Well, no, he's he, no. Yeah, yeah. those aren't even. I thought maybe there was somebody that thought channeled of the archangels and channeled it. Like we were talking about, like coincidences and, and well, quote unquote coincidences. They're not coincidences if people like and you having that hypnosis session and then feeling like whoa, like the four and yeah, and the angelic. But that was, that's a really good example of how like. Sometimes we'll get information. This goes for a hypnosis session, a channeling that you got from yourself, from yourself or from someone else. Or when something comes in, you might, your brain at some point maybe can't understand it fully, can't grasp mm-hmm. it and, and just takes it in as best as it can. Oh, you're talking about, well, I don't know. I've, uh, my parents know that can't be like my human brain at the time just didn't comprehend it. It couldn't get there. Of and it took it. me this whole path. And then you go, Oh, Oh, I got it. I was thinking too human. He was talking about my cosmic DNA. Yeah. Not my... Well, that's like coming full circle, right? Like understanding it, the whole cycle, the whole thing. And I don't know if it was Raphael that was talking to me. Like I, it was just an angel. It yeah. didn't show up. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, but that really does explain how you're so connected to the angelic realm. That makes so much sense. Yeah, it's... It's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's yeah. Like so that's, that 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 was my. I, th- I wanted to share that because that's a good example to like you said full circle, right? To come full circle for us to realize that we're fractals of something. Mm-hmm. We're still ourselves, and we're still going to possibly become our own creators or something else that whatever ourselves want to do. We're still going to be this soul that's expanding and progressing, and we just got to get ourselves out of here. Yeah, and also connected to everything. Yeah. In, in some way or another, because obviously we're all fractions of something, but we're all connected. Yeah. I mean, I sent a message to Julio and I, my entire life I've called him my, my soul brother. Like mm. I'm, I know that I'm related to him in some sort of way, just not Lucia is not. And I messaged him when I came to the realization, I said, dude, remember? Cause I had told him about that whole hypnosis session. I'm like, remember the hypnosis session? The whole story I just told you, I told him. So he's, he's going to be listening to this again. <laughs> But I said to him, I know that you're my brother, but I don't think that you're a fractal of, of, of Raphael. And he was supposedly writing me while he was listening to my audio. So while I was going through what I was saying to him, he was answering me, messaging me. And he said, I think I'm Michael because for me, it's blue. And then I said, I said in my audio, I totally think you're a fractal of Michael. You, I've seen you with the sword, swords before. And also, I totally think that you're blue. 
Yeah. And then he said he had written that and he said, Oh my god, you just said what I just was writing. <laughs> so it's like you're a fractal of Michael. I know it. So it's like yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, this is all just like a different perspective, I guess, on the soul. It's really interesting that you can bring what you're learning and also like bring it to the records, channel it, talk about it here, because I think it could serve somebody. It could help them yeah. see it from a different perspective and for them to also open up to this concept also expand a little bit out because when we we like we get our kashik records read or when we go try to find information like what's my connection with this person we're always limiting ourselves to earth and we're going oh is it my soulmate or is it like has he had is his he or she had a lot of past lives with me and sometimes it's not that it's just that the soul was connected it didn't have to be connected on earth they're just connected in some sort of way on the other side yeah totally so we're, we have to zoom out as well and see things from a bigger perspective. Mm-hmm. We can't get there till we understand the universe. That's the thing. That's what, that's a, it's a whole process. Yeah. And that's like they say, like, educate yourself, look up information, chat through things. This is what this podcast is all about, about laying things out on the table and talking about them from different perspectives and, you know, being able to open people's minds, I think, in a way. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing all that, Lou. That was that was, that was really, really personal, that was but really I'm okay interesting. To share that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. That's amazing. That's very um appreciated. For sure. Thank you, Lorena. You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry about the ninja turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like talking to Lorena and I can see her and she's I see her rubbing her head, I'm thinking she can't handle it. And the whole time she was just thinking about the ninja turtles. <laughs> Not the whole time. It was right at the end before I said it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so. And then before you were thinking about Game of Thrones. So there, there's that. No, that was just like a, you know, when we were talking about the the dragons to me, it was like, it was, a, that was a little bit over my head, but it's just something that I, I don't contemplate a lot about. So you bringing these things up is interesting. Right. Doesn't Cor- doesn't Courtney talk about how she's also a like a dragon? Her being. I don't remember. I'd have to, we'd have to get her on and ask her about it. I think so, but that would make sense because Courtney's the kind of person where like she tells you something, she's gonna do it. Totally. She cares. She's, she's very reliable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. We'll have to have her back on soon. It's an annual thing at this point now. We'll, we'll get or her back and we'll ask her to talk us talk to us all about the dragon thing. Mm, okay. Uh, I'm just going to remind everybody, because uh, we were talking about the dual readings, the dual Akashic Record readings, just in case there's new listeners here, or if you're not aware, we, Lucy and I, do dual Akashic Record readings. We also do just normal Akashic Record readings via like virtual ones like Zoom or Skype. And we'll, uh, we always have our information on the show notes. So I'll make sure I put our contact forms. You can reach out um, and let us know if you are needing assistance. We're here for you all. Um, and other than that, I I'm going to be it. picking yeah. back up with Book Talk. Um, yes, me so, too with my YouTube as well. Yeah, that's so the plan behind. this week <laughs> to get some more. I don't know if it'll come out this week. Oh, yeah, actually, this is coming out on next Monday. So it might be next, it might be this week. Um, but yeah, it's, it's something I want to get into back into as well. The YouTube stuff, the recording. So we'll have those links. Those are always linked. I have your book talk in my series and my YouTube also linked. So 
Feel free to check those out, subscribe to our channels and send over any suggestions for videos or books for Lou or topics for me. And we can work on that in the meantime. But we'll see you guys next week with a new episode. And yeah, sending you guys a big hug, a big kiss. Take care and we'll chat real soon. Bye guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.